Welcome to the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast. This special episode is part of a series recorded live at the 2014 Shishmed Conference in San Diego. In this impromptu segment, we speak with Megan Hassel, Senior Marketing Manager for HealthStream. For the rest of the series and our regular shows, please visit thinkinterval.com. Well, come join come in, podcast. hold on. Join the podcast. We do a podcast every week, and so we're doing it live from, from the conference. Right now. Oh my gosh, this is high pressure. Sit down. <laughs> What's going on? Sit down here, right here. You can sit right here. Wait, I mean, I need to know more about what I'm doing. Uh, you know what we're talking we're about? We've just been talking about Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. On your podcast. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Usually, you know, usually they talk about uh, Game of Thrones, but. Oh my gosh, you're you going to quote me live, and my employer is going to hear me. <laughs> That's all right. We won't tell them you've got two glasses of wine, one in each hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, first, you have to introduce yourself. Hello, <laughs> I'm Megan Hassel, Senior Marketing Manager for HealthStream. For HealthStream, what's HealthStream? I've heard of it. Yes. But tell us exactly what it is. Okay, it's hard to explain in a few words, but we're based out of Nashville, Tennessee. Yay. Wow, Nashville. That's where Hospital is from. That's yes, me. you're one of our customers, yes. by the way, one of our great, wonderful customers. There you go. We originated in uh, learning management and delivering online education and training. Okay. But have grown, expanded quite a quite a bit to do like patient satisfaction surveying. Oh. We're here in particular for our predictive research and brand study, commu- oh, community wow. perception surveying. Yep, so <clears throat> we, you know, CMS approved vendor, that kind of thing is okay. some of the things that we do. So it's been a ride. Started well, that's exciting. 20 years ago as a tiny little, you know, startup and now we're publicly traded. Is wow. that right? Yeah, wow. company that People ask me what we do. I'm like, do you have a problem? Okay, we can solve it. You know, it's it's harder for me to answer any other way. <laughs> well, so, that's good. Yeah, what do you guys do? We are a healthcare marketing firm out of Minneapolis. Out of Minneapolis, and okay. We do the, I don't know if you can read it, the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast. That's what you're on right now. It's not a joke. We've done this for, well, how many episodes? We're up to 262. Do you have a following? Yeah. We have a following. Yeah. Chris is among our followers. We Seriously. actually do. Free weekly yes. download from iTunes. Just yes. subscribe and it shows up. <laughs> and we talk about healthcare marketing for about half of it and then usually touch on the weather, TV, yes. sports. Okay. What do you think is different about healthcare marketing than other marketing? Oh, boy. I'm still trying to figure it out. Just so you know, I didn't start in healthcare marketing. Okay, so the biggest... I started in country music. Really? Oh, yes. Nice. Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum. That's I was the shift. marketing manager there. That sounds fun. So there's one difference. Music business, red carpet, you yes. know, what famous the, Why people. did you leave that for healthcare? Because it was a nonprofit. Okay. But now you're in, well, I guess you're in a publicly traded. Are you in a quiet period? No, I just mean, I was saying, what, you said, why did I leave that? And they can't see what I'm doing. That's all right. It was a good gesture. Yeah. Okay. okay. So there's one difference. No, no, healthcare marketing can be fun, but you can't. There's no way you can have as much fun as you could in other industries. Would you debunk the myth that healthcare is so behind the times? Or no, do you I would, feel I, like I'm that out is there straight yelling truism? that louder than anybody else. Really? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I just find sometimes as a marketer, I just want to be like, have the gates open, you know, the floodgates opened, but we hold back because nobody's ready for it. That's exactly yeah. right. I talked to somebody earlier on this podcast tonight about that very thing. Folks aren't ready for a lot of things. So it's a slow boat. But the irony is that they're ready in their personal life. They're just not ready in business. I suppose. 
And so I don't know the personal do, lives do you so know well. What, no, I meant like from a, you know, they're acclimated with social media. They're acclimated oh, yes, with these yes. other technologies. They're using it in personal, but they refuse to use it in business. Yes. That's what I mean by what it's, that that's intriguing that's to good. me. Well, we're very conservative in our world. Their world, your world. I'm, I'm <laughs> nodding at Chris over here. Why are you not claiming to be a part of it? <laughs> well, we get to, we get the luxury of working with multitudes of clients. So if we get frustrated by a slow environment, we can go into the next client until it gets slow, and then the next one. Whereas Chris is stuck working in usually hospitals and health systems are slow moving boats. Right. We, you know, we wear kid gloves, and yes. you know, when dealing with patient data, I mean, it's not like. Mm-hmm. You know, borrowing Tim McGraw's fan club database to send out an exhibit. There's difference number two. Exhibit. See how these come out naturally? No, it's not as fun. you got to be more careful with data. <clears throat> how about nobody gives a bleep about you as, a, as a, a brand until they need you? That's very different. You can't force somebody to care about a hospital until they actually need one. Paul Griffiths, nice to see you, sir. You should stop by. Well, That's the third difference. You can't market a service like you can Coca-Cola and have someone say, oh, I'm thirsty, I go grab a Coke. You know, you're marketing something that they'll need eventually. Yeah. And then you have to convince them why they need it. Why they need it. And why they, they need it need now, it. more importantly, and as opposed to when they're required the to. The person making the decision on if they need it may not even be them. It may be their doctor. Or their insurance company. Or their insurance company. So they may not be able to pay for I it. I just heard about this on NPR. That's called something in economics displace something so the person buying like the service is not that's why like that. pricing is so screwed up in our industry which is the actually difference. actually by the way that's the same boil it down way simpler it's the same idea why moms are the buyers for baby products you know like the baby's yes, the user of the product but they can't they yes. obviously are not capable of buying it for themselves well neither are men that's yeah, the same services for their husbands okay yes. but I'm just I'm trying to give a simple I think that example was, that of, was too close to home that was actually <laughs> really than, not yeah. close to home for me I have right no right children away. or husband <laughs> okay well, so there you go. I'm sailing free over here okay okay <laughs> fair enough so when did you get in yesterday I came in Friday because I knew I love San Diego oh, and I wanted to hang out nice and you're here all the way through Wednesday yeah it's very nice I that's wish called I could a do. sweet deal that is <laughs> and you have to work now yeah I know now that working starts but it's okay because I like to network, so well, for me it's are. not Look as much it. networking. You've stumbled and upon since it. these podcasts are available for download, you can point everybody to this podcast and say, look, I was there and I was doing this work. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I have if proof. they would Eminence. call it that. <laughs> what Hello, do you mean? boss, I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> we love health grades. <laughs> so what else? What else you got for us? I, I don't know. What's your favorite know. TV show? Oh, man. What is my favorite TV show? Hmm. Breaking Bad, but now it's gone. Oh, see, now, here's the story. Last year, we did this, and this night... The season finale. Was, it, oh. was not just the season finale. Whoa. Oh, the, the, the series, series finale. 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 So we I would have been here in tears. I would be here in tears. And then the next oh day, God. we wanted to talk about it, and, and the guy who was with us hadn't seen it, so we couldn't talk oh. about it. It was a spoiler. Oh, come Tough on. You should said. be up on it. <laughs> now I'm watching Homeland like a champ. Oh, has it started again? Yeah, it just did. Season two just was ridiculous. Just did. did you like that? It's hard to say if you like something that's so tumultuous, but... It's, it's, a, it's a good show. But it's intriguing. It yeah. you know, wraps you in. Good what stuff. else? Homeland, Breaking Bad. So far, it's good. Those are two of my top ten in the last two years. Goofy, Walking funny. Dead. I'm not a Walking Dead watcher. Uh, season season uh, premiere tonight. 
Goofy, funny. I like Mindy Project. Have you ever seen, seen an irony? She's a, a physician. Anyway, it's very good humor. Okay. How about Archer? You guys watch Archer? I've watched a few of those. those I hilarious. haven't. My boyfriend watches it. It's so like loud. Like it like hurt my ears. It's just so loud. Well, turn down the TV. You control the volume. <laughs> I just mean it's the style. I feel Do like it's the style. The enemy spy agency on that is called ISIS, and I just read that they're no changing way. that. Yeah, they're oh. changing it on the show. Oh, you know what else is funny? There was another company. It's like an app. Oh, I can't oh, remember yeah, what they're yeah, called. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the like an, a mobile payment system or something, and their name was ISIS. Oh. And they had to change it to like something. Al Qaeda. They Absolutely. really made it bad. Yeah, they, man, <laughs> woo. they actually had to change it to something totally uncreative. I hate to say that, but like yeah. Mo- Moby Pass or Car Card or something. You're like. Well, was it after 9 11 that there was all the anthrax scares going around and the band anthrax, who, you know, has been around forever, was getting all of this like hate mail for a. How could you name your band after everything that we're going through now? It's like, we've been yeah, anthrax since like first. the 80s. Yeah, well, yeah. they named it after the... After, uh, after, after the, the chemical, yeah. Whatever. Well, it was like a cow thing, wasn't it? I it didn't was know. invented in Ames, Iowa, where I grew up and went to school. Wow. Well, at least the, like ver- the, the thread of anthrax that hit that day, that year. There was even a comic book hero, kind of Wonder Woman-like. Named ISIS. That's right. Wow. I remember that. This, yeah. I thought Wonder Woman was from ISIS, like the planet is, ISIS. Is that, is that the, from the island? Yeah. Uh, island ISIS. She right. was in Amazon. She was in yeah, Amazon. I have no she idea. So I think we're gonna go Gotham themed for our our company Halloween party. Okay. What should my character be? What do you think? Gotham themed. So any like. Batman, Catman, Catwoman, uh, Poison Ivy. I was I was gonna say Poison Ivy. Yeah, it's, I was thinking Poison more... Ivy. Really? I don't know, but anyway, uh, you got the Riddler. Riddler Joker. Cliche, so then. come on, think it through. How about like Let Harley? Know, Harley like, Quinn. Really... Maybe. Harvey. Harley you Quinn. Could to, oh. You could go to Michaels and get all kinds of vines. And, yeah, you know, for, for, that'd I be easy. I think yeah. I could rock yeah. Poison Ivy, but that's just. Me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What would you be? What would I be? You'd be Two Face. Hey! Whoa! <laughs> that was low. <laughs> but it was perfect timing. It was. It was very good. It was well delivered. <laughs> I've never thought that question through. I need some time. It's Penguin. Really, it's really important. No, it's like a life that, decision. I think the Joker. <laughs> I think the Joker would be it. I love the Joker. Jack Nicholson as a Joker was. Well, the Riddler is tall and thin, though. You're tall and thin. Maybe he was he'd be really better. Tall. Riddler. He was just thin. Well, yeah. He was li- lid. Is that the right way to say it? Live, live, live. L i t h e. I just stumped the panel. <laughs> That's a word. Look it up. It's a word. All right. Lid. I think it's lid. If it is, I would be very impressed. <laughs> it's a word. I'm telling you. It is. The costume was lid, but she wore it anyway. Yeah, I used it in a sentence. Dang. All right. Do you write novels? Because it sounds like you do. No, I wish I did write novels, though. It's on my bucket list. I wrote books. There's a book over there. You can register to win it. Okay. There you go. But why why don't you consider it a novel? Because it's not fiction? It's nonfiction. Well, it's all fiction. I made it all up. (laughs) Nice. No, it's nonfiction. I would love to write a novel. Doesn't that sound awesome? Yeah, it's on my bucket list to like sit in like a chateau in southern France and type on an old keyboard. No, where do you even start? Typewriter. Like Stephen King, one of my favorite authors, says he never knows what he's going to write ahead of time. He just sits down and starts writing. Yeah, right. That's what he says. Apparently, there's two kinds of (laughs) authors. Like I talked to somebody who actually writes books, you know, and some people don't know where it's going to go and they still just start writing. But then other people, their style like is to 
map it yeah. out. I don't know if you've seen like a visual map yeah. of how people actually map mm-hmm. out authoring, but it's kind of amazing. Yeah. You know, I don't know all how the you twists do that. and turns and then what the climax is going to like, how it's going to end. They know it before they even start, which makes sense to me because how could you write, if you didn't know where you're trying to go, how could you write so that things like, you know, weave together in the right way? Right. Stephen King does. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, well the, common, the common ground for both of those is they both have to get up in the morning and start writing and just do it too. And This is true. I know that's very hard to do sometimes. So I write columns and... It's yeah, hard it's just hard. to get started. You it know? is. Once yeah. you get started, it, it, it works, but you got to make a conscious effort to do it every day. My novel would suck. I can never write it. <laughs> I think mine would be awesome. And on that note, I'm going to keep moving around. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so and much. And we will see you around the conference. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to leave this here. Don't forget, That's we'll put it, in, put it in the fishbowl so in you can win a prize. Bowl. Okay. Then we'll have it on you to win. This was Maybe randomly fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's nice okay, to meet bye. you. Okay, bye. Thank you so much. Customer. <laughs> <laughs>